Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. We are LA Tech Podcast. I have an amazing LA Tech spotlight for you today with Scott Perry, founder of LA Tech Digest, one of the de facto resources to know what is going on in the LA Tech ecosystem and to integrate yourself into the culture immediately. Welcome, Scott. Thank you, Esprit. So, okay, tell me, the LA Tech Digest has been around for uh, two years now. Two years, yeah. And one of the things that have been my favorite, it, it's been the best way to like just know what's going on super quick, like get in, get out really fast. And he has tweets, he has email, he has all these different things. So, Scott, can you tell us more about the LA Tech Digest and how can people access the same information that I'm accessing? Sure, sure. LA Di- I started LA Tech Digest a couple of years ago because I thought the traditional press was not f- telling LA's full story as we grow as a tech ecosystem. Now, in time, the press has caught up with it. I think uh, LA Business Journal does a fantastic job of covering all levels of business, not just tech, but but everything. Um, but what happens is um, what tends to be missing is the heart of the culture and the people involved. And so I spent the past couple of years like, uh, yeah, writing in-depth articles about the different companies and their histories and whatnot, as well as uh, regular news on a daily basis. But you know, uh, as, as time goes on, it's really hard to maintain that while you're also running a business. So um, it really is the easiest way to reach me is on Twitter with at uh, LA Tech Digest. Um, and I do a weekly email that has a recap of all the big news of the week. But if you're like fresh off the bus and you're here in LA and you're trying to get your bearings straight and understand what's going on and who the players are and everything, I highly recommend going to the site. And in the upper right-hand section, there's actually a section um, called LA Is, which links out to a 36-page slide share and breaks down by vertical all the different companies that are involved in different components of LA's overall business scene. And so it shows that we're more than just one, some one-trick pony. And there's a like a robust bench of talent in this town and, uh, and companies that are doing great things. Um, I think one of the biggest things that put LA on the map in the past few years was um, YouTube coming in and building out their YouTube space. Totally. I mean, I liken that to a GM plant where it's like you, know, you, you build the big plant, but then all up and down the highway, you have all the parts suppliers and the manufacturers. So that's brought in the YouTube talent, the agents, the ad agencies, the technologies behind it, the tracking technologies, and built this whole ecosystem that is a business unto itself. And likewise, um, yeah, I think MySpace blowing up really did a great job for creating our first mafia from which you know, the likes of Mike Jones came out with Science, and he's been able to accelerate things amazingly with Dollar Shave Club and other companies. Science is an incubator. Uh, yeah, an incubator. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, I mean, you can't deny, you know, uh, Bill Gross's impact in the past 25 years. With uh, in Pasadena. I- Idea Lab. Idea yeah. Lab. Uh, you know, Gil Elbaz over at Factual. I mean, he and his brother first started um, what eventually became Google AdSense. I mean, we have so many amazing people in town. Um, and what is Factual? Uh, Factual is a, uh, they're a database business. They supply a lot of data to Facebook and um, Apple for, I think it's location-based services. I haven't dug in deeply lately about those guys, but there's some smart people in Century City making great things happen with that. 
And why were you interested in L.A. and not one of the other tech cities? Um, well, I moved down. <laughs> I moved down here 15 years ago from the original uh, dot com bubble, and uh, you know, San Francisco was a ghost town by the time I left. And you know, L.A. was just a natural progression because I had lots of friends down here. I had lots of uh, business connections. It was an easy place to start. And uh, having lived here and seeing everything happen, you know, I mean, L.A. was always in San Francisco's shadow uh, during the dot com bubble. L.A. had suffered from um, the defense industry pulling out in the 90s and therefore depressed real estate prices and depressed attracting um, a lot of tech talent. L.A.'s biggest export around the world or most visible export has always been entertainment. And even that had some uh, had some issues with uh, rider strikes in the early 2000s. But right around the time of the recession and post-recession, um, we started brewing our own organic uh, tech community. And it was quiet and it was slow, thank goodness. And because of that, a lot of companies have based real roots down here and continue to grow. Um, you know, Semantic's been down here for years. Belkin's been down here for years. But this new crop that's coming around um, was able to do so without a spotlight on it. And now we're starting to see the fruits of those labors when you have Dollar Shave Club being bought out for a billion dollars. When you have Snapchat, you're ready to go public with a rumored $40 billion valuation. Um, you know, the funny thing is a lot of people give L.A. such short shrift, but there's so much going on here that the world takes us for granted, but we're actually firing on all yeah. cylinders. You couldn't pick a better place or a better time to be than L.A. right here, right now. Totally. I think it's really exciting to be a part of something as it's growing, to be a part of its growth rather than uh, rather than trying to catch up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's like the best time to start something is yesterday. But if you can't do it yesterday, then today's a good place to go. And if you go to like, you know, something like VRLA, you know, this thing was an organic gathering of like VR enthusiasts that has developed into, you know, the world's largest gathering of VR companies. And those happen twice a year. And that's virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah. And, And you see like... It feels like, you know, San Jose, 1978 or something with all these like hobbyists turning in professionals. And now you've got real money coming into the space. And L.A. being the intersection of uh, creativity and technology, VR is the perfect launch pad for that because it does merge together storytelling and Hollywood and technology. And it's no accident that, you know, the likes of Netflix and Amazon and Google are like laying down huge stakes down here, even though they have other offices, you know, in Seattle and San Francisco. No, it's amazing. Outside of LA Tech uh, Digest, what resources in LA do you recommend? Oh, gosh. Uh, LA Business Journal, 100% print edition. I know it sounds silly. No, I remember I ran into Scott in the street. We were outside Phil's Coffee. I was with Amanda, who was the co-founder of Hatch Studios. And he's like, do you guys look at LA Business Journal? You should be looking at LA Business Journal. This is like the most amazing resource nobody pays attention to. It's golden. I mean, it's dry and boring, but that's kind of the appeal. You know, the thing is, it's like if you're in a position to take advantage of that information, you can do a lot of great things with that because it does highlight the titans of industry. It does highlight, you know, the movers and shakers in town from all levels. And they every week there's a different list of something, whether it's like ad agencies or female-owned companies or um, the immigrant-owned companies, uh, ad agencies. I mean, it's it's crazy how much information is in that paper on a weekly basis. And the website's okay, but there's something about like the paper, edition, the print edition with the digital that comes with it really is a good way to keep up with what's going on um, if you're in town to make money. No doubt about it. I love it. Drop the mic. Is there an event that you think in L.A. is a must-attend? Oh, gosh. You know, um, 
just this week, LA Tech Summit uh, just happened. Cornerstone on Demand puts it together every year at the Fairmount. It's only $100, which is dirt cheap for the access to people information that you get. I cannot recommend that thing enough. I mean, it's put on at the Fairmount Hotel. It's a really nice environment. It great is speakers. super nice. It is great really good. In. You know, because a lot of these conferences want to charge you $700 and $1,700. And if you're in a position to turn that $1,700 into $17,000 or $170,000 or whatever it is, that's great. But, yeah, last time I checked, most people don't have $2,000 in right. their back pocket just to drop, you know, on Especially a happy Especially not stance. in startup life. Oh, yeah. no, no. But, you know, um, yeah, the LA Tech Summit is a must-attend I think Kevin does a really good job with bringing together uh, his annual event, the Silicon and Beach Kevin Fest. Kevin from Cornerstone. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Kevin from Digital LA. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Winston, Digital LA, Silicon Beach Fest. Uh, every year, uh, the Silicon Beach Fest, he brings together a lot of information and a lot of people. It's a lot to keep up with, but somehow he manages to do that. Um, what other events are really good? Uh, you know, the, Just the, one more. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, well, because a lot of people ask me, like, if there's only one event that is a must that I, I have to attend and it is just completely worth my time. And, of course, there's tons of things, you know, to be a part. But if there was just, like, one. Um, yeah, LA Tech Summit does a really good job. It's yeah. you know, good price, great people, you know, quality event. I feel like uh, LA Tech Summit also probably – only charges to make sure people are serious about going because when Scott said that it's really well done, it is really like they have like the popcorn snacks and (laughs) like the fancy pop. They have like a really nice lunch for everybody. They have like an amazing thing at the bungalow, this private club connect to the hotel afterward. Like it's really, it's they they don't cut any corners. No, I mean, the thing is with it, I mean, it's like they, they, they charge. Yeah. So they, they, they attract a quality amount of attendees because if it were free, then anybody, everybody show up and kind of like, you know, water down the quality of it. But, um, I saw investors there and like high level CEOs. Well, it's all about um, uh, lead generation and uh, relationship building for them, you know, because a lot yeah. of people that are on stage are the people that pay their bills. And it's a good platform for them to talk about the businesses that they're running and how it affects LA's business. And, you know, it isn't uh, a rah rah pitch fest and it isn't just like a whole sales thing, but it does create a, it does facilitate a great environment for collaboration and communication and being able to like punch above your weight and connect with real heavyweights in this town. Totally. Totally. And what L.A. tech companies or talent have you come across lately that have really impressed you? You know, Jim, the uh, blockchain company, is really doing an amazing job right now. How do you spell it? G-E-M. G-E-M. Yeah, yeah. Cool. They are a um, – they, they came out of Amplify, the accelerator. And, um, you know, they are building blockchain technology for the secure transmission and attribution of assets in the financial and healthcare space, which are huge. Because, you know, when you talk about a Bitcoin company, you're thinking about micropayments for songs. And, you know, Golf Clap, that's nice, but that's really – a hard issue and it's not very profitable right now especially when you're dealing with like bitcoin payments and receipts and all that but when you can address a market as big as insurance and healthcare and banking and deliver attribution through those services via the blockchain and take your 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 sum on that that's huge um so yeah i mean they're they're doing great things um, they're on a good path to grow. I think in the next five years, they'll be you know, head and shoulders above where they are right now. Awesome. And if you had one ask of the community, because there's thousands of people that listen to the show. So if you had just one ask of something they could do to support you in your success, what would that ask be? Uh, I don't know if there's anything to do to support me and my success, but more than anything, volunteer. 
this town is on the verge of very big things. And you see one of the biggest homeless encampments, you know, right in the heart of Silicon Beach in Venice. Um, you know, Mayor Garcetti's doing a really good job of securing federal funds to address the homeless because we have such a massive population within L.A. proper. But what a lot of people don't know is there are no less than two dozen STEM organizations within Los Angeles who need support. Um, and STEM is, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. And we need to create a diverse workforce and show underprivileged youth that there is opportunity to grow into something big. I mean, when you have Tesla and SpaceX and Google and Yahoo and all these international companies in your backyard. I mean, how cool is it to be eight years old and to tour SpaceX, to tour Jet Propulsion Laboratories, to show people that there's opportunity. If you stay out of trouble, if you apply yourself, if you like get a good education, you can get an amazing job, provide for a family and make a ton of money in this town. Um, but we need to show kids that path. I mean, myself, I grew up in the sticks of Alabama, and I was the primary beneficiary of a really good internship with a top 40 radio station in high school, which led me to a 20-year career in the music industry. And I still keep in touch with my mentors, those people from the radio station who are programming um, you know, national channels for Live Nation, who are coaches on The Voice, who manage bands like Soundgarden and Lenny Kravitz. I mean, these are people I met in my teenage years who um, still have a direct effect on my life. And what people don't realize is if you take that time to reach out to somebody and show them a path to a better life, and if they're willing to accept it and work for it, you can do amazing things. But it's a lot easier to do that now as opposed to trying to build out social programs to help the less fortunate you know, on the, on the backside of their lives when things didn't work out. So if we can you know, inspire and educate the local youth to – um, be a part of this community and grow with it as LA's tech fortunes grow, then we'll yield amazing returns in the decades ahead. A hundred percent. We even had someone from uh, Jackie, a mechanical engineer from JPL, the, a division of NASA that Scott was talking about um, on the show, which is cool. Yeah, yeah definitely volunteer. I, I, I can't tell you how many times even We Are LA Tech has um, – has just been so blessed to have amazing people support us in the stuff that we do. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's hard. Um, how can people connect with you? Well, you can always find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Scott Perry or at LA Tech Digest. Uh, you can also email me at Scott at LA Tech Digest uh, anytime. Perfect. Right Scott, on. thank you so much for being on the We Are LA Tech podcast and for being a part of my life and being so supportive of this community. Well, thank you, Esprit. Thank you for everything you do for the community. Aw, thanks. So, you guys, if you want to integrate right away and immerse yourself into all the conversations happening in the Los Angeles tech community, go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. And you'll be part of this amazing, amazing chat group where even this morning I was uh, watching people get programming help and I was watching somebody else ask for like an NDA contract and then an attorney was in there and said here I have one for you and it was just like so cool to see people save time and money that and and be able to make money faster that way and save save money too I think hiring an attorney costs something like 250 an hour or more um so you guys have a great 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 afternoon and I will talk to you see you hear you in the next episode Huge shout out and thank you to Betalist. Betalist is amazing. I've used Betalist for my past startups. Betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta. Go to betalist.com slash we are LA tech. That's betalist.com slash we are LA tech. Thank you for powering the we are LA tech podcast. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310 310- 
310-872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.